Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hi. Hi. Happy Wind Down Day. <laughs> I missed you. I missed you too. Oh, baby. You were sick. I missed you three. Oh, hey, Mike. <laughs> For special. Everyone, we have a special guest in studio with producer Jen and I. My husband, Michael. Applause, applause, applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so should we get to it or should we just like, you know, make people wait a little bit longer, talk about our weekend? Well, I'm confused because I listened to last week's and you said you had a big announcement. I don't even know what's going on. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, then Please. we're in a, oh boy. <laughs> we're in lots of trouble then. <laughs> you don't know what my announcement is, babe? I have an idea, but. You have an idea. Yeah. Did I land my first big major role? Post One Tree Hill. That'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> then I can pursue my golf dream, like you said. Yeah, it would be great. What do you think it is, Producer Jen? Well, I was reading the comments <laughs> <Wow>. Monday night. <laughs> and I was thinking everyone has their own idea of what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I've been sitting next to you for like six weeks now. And I have no clue. I really... I really don't know. It could be acting. It could be a new album. I know that you're performing at the forum coming up. Yeah. So I was thinking lot. maybe new music, new album. Hmm. <laughs> Wrong. What are I people mean, saying? What are the, com- what are the oh, comments there was, saying? Oh, there were so many different There was album. Ideas, there yeah. was pregnancy. There acting. was acting. There was divorce. <laughs> <laughs> moving i mean everything i mean it was like all of the above um but actually i do have an ep that i'm going to be uh releasing later this year that's not the announcement oh okay. yeah so i am doing that then this year awesome um i'm still auditioning but i've yet to land the role (laughs) that'll come yeah (laughs) um okay but i'm just gonna put it out there so Mike and I have decided that. <laughs> Wait, what? We're calling it quits. <laughs> Jana really wants her Wednesday. Oh my god! Really wa- <laughs> you talked so highly about him, Jen. This is actually all your fault. <laughs> now I'm going to blame you. It's all Thank you. My fault. Yes. She wants Wednesdays. I do. So we just wanted to be happy about it because you know. <laughs> so in the midst of all that, we decided mm-hmm. that we are going to also have. Wait, but we're actually not, though. Let's just wait. We don't want to uh, start off like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just kidding. We're not actually getting divorced. Oh, well. No, no, no. No, we're great. We're happy. Um, we are. <laughs> I'm going to cry. I'm, gonna, like, almost crying. I'm pregnant! Oh! <laughs> yes! <laughs> we're having a baby. Oh, my God. When's the due date? Um, it's in November. November, baby. November, baby. I'm crying. Are you? Yeah. Aww, I'm so Jen. happy for you guys. I'm Thank so you. happy for you guys. Are you excited, Michael? I am. It's been a tough. It's been a tough journey. I mean, we. Um, I've. I've. We have lost uh, our last two mm-hmm. pregnancies. So it's been. It's been really rough and. Um. So I've. I've. Ha- we've both had a really hard time with this one because. You know, the last, uh, the one we lost in October, last October was, um, was that 
we went to our 10, 10 week ultrasound and it was gone. Just um, heartbreaking. Yeah. And we had like already heard the heartbeat and I was sick. And so that was just really hard. And then we did IVF and it worked. And then I ended up having chemical loss, but just like going through like IVF again and then being, so like, it's just, it's, it was just really hard. Um, and I've, I've actually took a bunch of videos that I'm going to share, um, Probably on, I'm starting my uh, my YouTube channel, so I'm gonna like, oh, share those on my YouTube awesome. channel. Yeah, so because I just want people to know that like they're not alone. And um, but when we found out we were pregnant, I mean it was a total shock. But this is exactly what happened with our last pregnancy. We did IVF, it worked, and then I had a chemical loss. And then the next time I ovulated, I got pregnant with Jolie. And before that, we I oh my god. Yeah. So every time was after an IVF cycle. So I don't know if like. I wonder if it has something to do with it. I don't know. Like, I don't know if my body just needs that extra progesterone or if mm-hmm. it needs. It's hormonal. Yeah. I have, I have no clue, but I mean, you know, every like appointment though, I was just like, and we, we kept passing cause the, the baby after Jolie, we lost around like seven weeks. And mm-hmm. so I've had like what, three miscarriages, two chemical. So three miscarriage and then, so five total and then two chemicals. So it's just been like, it's been tough because we've like wanted to tell people, but then at the same time, it's also that hard thing of being like, and we lost it. Right. But we're so far, I mean, we're past the, we're past the like scary point, but Mm -hmm. it's all, it's all scary. That's the thing. Like, I'm so excited. We're so excited. But at the same point, it's just like, it's it's all just in God's hands and which is just it's just such a scary process. It really is. It's such, it's a true miracle. Like we were saying, like to, to have a baby, it's a real, it's, it's truly a miracle. I mean, it, it seems so easy when you look at some people, but then other times it's like, it's a miracle, like having to go through, I mean, cause there's still things that could happen, but I'm trying, I'm trying to think positive. It's just like, it's hard. Well, your experience, your past experience yeah. is creating what you feel right now. So it's, but the thing is, is it is scary. Even when you're healthy mm-hmm. and you've had really healthy pregnancies, it's still scary. Yeah. It's terrifying. Well, like if they're not kicking, do you remember oh, that with Jolie? Gosh, you're yeah. sitting there and it's like, it's wait, terrifying. I haven't felt them for 48 hours. Well, yeah. Like, and what are they doing? It's so, my, my girlfriend, Lisa, she, um, when she was pregnant with her first daughter, Raylan, she didn't feel kicks. And she just had that mother's intuition. She's like, I, mm-hmm. I have to go to the hospital. And if she would have waited 30 minutes, her daughter would have died. <gasps> so it's just like things like that. It's like yeah. even, even on top of it, like there's so many things that go along with it. It's like super freaky. But at the same time, we're so excited. Very excited. We're very excited to bring a uh, sibling. A sibling. <laughs> a sibling. Whoa. It sounds like you guys know what the sex is. Well, we do. But we want to be 100% sure. So we haven't okay. had that. Um, you know, I'm 16 and a half weeks, so we haven't had the, the gender ultrasound yet. So I just want to be sure of that first. Cause we've had a few friends that have gotten the blood work like we did and it right. actually was wrong. I had a friend that happened to, and it's she crazy. Was, I'm like, how is the blood work wrong? I don't understand that. It's so crazy. And you know, what's the hardest part about that is you get so excited and attached to the thought like, Oh, I'm having a boy. I'm having a boy. Oh, they're out buying blue stuff. They're, you know, the dad's thinking about what sports he's going to play. Mm-hmm. And then you go back in and they say, Oh God, I'm so sorry. You're having a girl. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> what? I always knew Rocco was a boy. 
You did. I did. I always thought I was going to have a girl. Mm. I had the name picked out. Everything. Like first name, middle name. I knew. That's awesome. And then they told me I was having a boy. And I had to have an amnesia. Like, no, 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 no. I already got the name. That's not right. Like, Check again. A boy? What do I name him? Right. I have no idea. Like, yeah. I had no idea. So I just started flipping through um, saints. Boy, boy names are hard. Boy names are hard. Yeah. Like, we have we have both picked out for each, but we had way more trouble with the boy name. Yeah. How long was the list? Uh, it was ever Well, we already knew our like girl name. We, we had our two. We had two girl names from like the time we met. Like, yeah. Like we, I was like, "Hi, my name's Jana. We're gonna date. We're gonna get married, and these are my kids' names." And like, <laughs> <laughs> like literally, like we were in the early stages, and we were just messing around, like writing down names. And the two girl names that we wrote down, one of them was Jolie Ray, and the other one, which we won't say in case it's yeah. a girl, we don't want people right. to take it. Um, <laughs> it's true though. You never know. Like I don't know. No, people do that. They know. Like I'm like, hey, these are the names. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, but strangers. Yeah. So like we know what this one is, and so you know, once we confirm that it's a girl or what or a boy or whatever it may be, then that'll be the girl name. And with a boy, if it's a boy, then we'll just be like, well, <laughs> flip a coin, I guess. So, We're still deciding. Right. How how are you? Fe- like, are you excited about the pregnancy? <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm super excited because we've tried really hard and it's been a long road for us to, you know, get this second child that we both so, you know, eagerly wanted. Um, I just think it's, we have a greater appreciation for the miracle of having a baby because of what we've been through and Mm -hmm. what you've been through with miscarriages. And I think anyone that's been through that definitely can relate. You know, there are some fortunate couples out there that bang, bang, they have their kids, no issues. And that's amazing. Um, I think because of the road that we've had trying to get pregnant, not only with Jolie, but the second Mm -hmm. child, you know, is why Jana is so kind of by the book when it comes to, (laughs) you know, you know, because there's pregnant women that might have a drink or someone eats sushi or or deli meat and stuff like that. And because we've experienced that loss, more than we really wanted to it's like you do excuse me you don't want to go back and say and your m- mind's gonna start playing tricks that if you do lose it oh maybe i shouldn't have had that glass of wine no or maybe it, i shouldn't yes. have done this and then you have that reason that they could eat at you forever and so jana's been great and super strong with as much as she loves wine <laughs> right <laughs> i mean she just stops cold turkey for you know that's nine, incredible it, you is, have, it is incredible you are wonder woman <laughs> but yeah. i mean it was also because i was this was way harder than the first pregnancy yeah i was so sick oh God. yeah i mean it's i awful. was like i thought i was sick with jolie but you go ahead what you say yeah <laughs> it was yeah. bad it was bad we thought jolie was bad she was literally no exaggerating like bedridden for the first for six weeks yeah i mean bedridden and jolie poor, poor sweet jolie be oh. like you know mama I'm like, like, no, baby, like, yeah, (laughs) mama's in the room. Like, we can't bother her. And, like, so Jolie would know she's in there, but, like, you know, she can't get to her. So she got used to it. It was good bonding time for Jolie and I. Oh, that's great. You know what I mean? And and by the end of it. That was, it's true that you guys had some great bonding time because, you know, Mike's gone at work all the time. And now that, since I don't have a a steady job, I'm, I'm with Jolie at home. And so. You know, I'm, she's my ride or die right now. And like, it's just, but he was really able to like, you know, she'd come in the room and say, nah, nah, mama, I love you. And like, he put her to bed. So they, they started this like awesome routine together. And it, I cried the first. Mom's coming back. I'm messing it up now. (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) But like, I definitely, um, 
I definitely cried, you know, about it because I felt like I wasn't doing a good job. I felt mm-hmm. like I was being a bad mom and I wasn't able, but I, I mean, truly I, I could not keep anything down. So it was, it was just, it was definitely tough. And I felt like, but Mike, I will say was way more hands-on this pregnancy and was just so, um, and I think just because of kind of where we're at in our relationship and where he's at personally, just in a different headspace and who he is now is he was just so much more present with me and I didn't feel guilty like laying in bed. I felt Good. like he wasn't going to like hold it against me. Like he just, he just was there for me and it felt so nice to be supported. So thank you for <laughs> doing uh-huh. that when I really, really, truly needed you. I had been prescribed diclegis, doxylamine succinate, and paradoxine hydrochloride delayed release tablets when I was pregnant with Jolie. But this time we talked about Bongesta, doxylamine succinate, and paradoxine hydrochloride extended release tablets, a new FDA approved treatment for morning sickness designed to be fast acting and long lasting when diet and lifestyle changes don't work. Because this new product is an extended release formulation of the same ingredients in diclegis, I only need to take one pill at bedtime. Only if I am still having symptoms, I take one pill in the morning when I get up, and that's it. I am proud to be working with Duchenne USA as a paid spokesperson again. Their products have safely supported me and millions of women throughout our pregnancies. Bongesta is a prescription medication indicated for the treatment of nausea and vomiting of pregnancy in women who do not respond to conservative management. It is not known if Bongesta is safe and effective in women with severe nausea and vomiting of pregnancy, a condition called hyperemesis gravidarum. Women with this condition may need to be hospitalized. It is not known if Bongesta is safe and effective in children under 18 years of age. Do not take Bongesta if you are allergic to any of its ingredients or if you take MAOIs. Ask your doctor or pharmacist if you take those. The most common adverse reaction is drowsiness, so avoid activities requiring complete mental alertness, such as driving or operating heavy machinery while using Bongesta until your doctor says it's okay. Using with alcohol or other central nervous system depressants is not recommended. Severe drowsiness can occur when used in combination with alcohol or other sedating medications. Bongesta may result in false positive urine drug screening for methadone, opiates, and PCP. Tell your doctor about all of your medical conditions, including if you have asthma, have eye problems called increased intraocular pressure or narrow angle glaucoma, have a stomach problem called stenosing, peptic ulcer, or pyloroduodenal obstruction, or have a bladder problem called urinary bladder neck obstruction. For more information, you can get a copy of Bone Justice prescribing information by calling 1-855-722-7734, by speaking to your doctor or pharmacist, by visiting bonejusta.com, or by visiting bonejustaprescribinginformation.com. How did Jolie react? So she like kind of knows, but kind of doesn't know. I think there's like moments where she says like, you know, baby, and we'll be like, you want a brother? She's like, or a sister? And she's like, yeah. (laughs) But I don't think she like really knows. Like, I think, you know, I'm not really sure. But what do you think, babe? I think she'll embrace it because we've had friends with babies and she's always kind of like wanting to hold the baby and mm-hmm. we have little babies for her, this realistic one that it's, so it's terrifying. I know we actually, it's really sad. I got this realistic looking baby because she, the last, uh, last October she's like baby and my mommy. And I wanted to get her like a real, like a, a baby that looks right. real. And it came like two days after I found out I miscarried and I was oh. like, put this in the closet. 
Um, and then I was like, oh, I remember that the, the real life baby lookalike was in the closet. So we we took it out and mm-hmm. and she was like, baby. Oh, so, But Mike so came sweet. home. He's like, Jesus, what is that thing? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Even the nanny was like, um, <laughs> yeah. is that a real baby? <laughs> yeah. But no, it was it was a fake baby. But um, so the hardest thing is going to be, especially with Jana, mm-hmm. with the new baby is that attachment that Jolie has with her right. because anytime like Jana will hold like our friends babies or something <laughs> yeah. like that she's like uh-uh mama like let's go oh, put, basically wow. put that thing down I'm yours like pick me up yeah our friends Ashley and Chad have a eight-month-old baby boy and I'm always holding him and the second Jolie sees me she just starts screaming and mm-hmm. wants me to then pick her up and put baby down she's like down 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 yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh-oh so, so you will have to set her up as your helper Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And she give her a role yeah. so she feels like she's part of it. And I've already started to like kind of read into things about like, you know, the second child and, mm-hmm. you know, things to do like, you know, when we do have the baby, like um, that we shouldn't be the ones holding um, our new baby when Jolie first sees us. Mm-hmm. So um, like someone else should be holding the baby um, and then kind of introduce. And then also the baby gives Jolie a gift. Oh, so that's so like, just sweet. things like that to yeah. kind of like make her feel like she's not being her place isn't being taken right um <laughs> but i mean there were definitely things that helped you know with this pregnancy i um i had started taking diclegis with my last pregnancy and it worked but then i started taking bone justa um and it really 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 helps with my morning sickness so what it's, does um, it do so it's it's a vitamin b and then um oh, I, there's another technical term that you know i'll, I'll get into but it's um it basically just helps you helps the nausea um so um you know i just it's it's just great because i feel like once i started like taking it and the bone justa it was just it made me just be able to kind of go back to my daily activities and i was still sick but i was able to function which was like huge and that made me like really game changer happy. game changer and then um I also want to give a shout out just to say thank you too for helping me. But the reason I truly think I got pregnant was because I was wearing the Ava bracelet and I had gotten it from like my branding manager. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll try it. I never knew I ovulated late. I always thought I ovulated oh. on the 13th, 14th day. Yeah. And I, so I was wearing this bracelet and it, um, it told me that I ovulated on the 16th, 17th and boom, the next month we got pregnant. But I would have never known. You would have never. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah, I know. So I just wanted to give a shout out to them too and just say That's thank cool. you. Because, you know, a lot of times when we do these ads and stuff on Instagram, you never really know if like. If it really works. If it really works. But I'm like, no, I mean, a month later it worked. So it was. It's yeah. crucial when you're trying to get pregnant. to know. It is. I mean, like when you're peeing on like CVS sticks and I'm like, you know, so it's like invest in something that's good. And yep. again, it's called the that's Ava bracelet. That's why I got pregnant. Help me. Really? Not by the Ava bracelet, but oh. I used a digital. Oh, digital. Yeah, those are better. Yeah. And then the I am a late ovulator. See, I had well. no idea. I don't know Who if knew? like my cycle just got like, sorry, honey. I don't know if like, my cycle just got like <laughs> messed up or not, but, right. <laughs> um, but anyways, but we're really excited. I'm just trying, we're trying to stay positive. And again, I feel like, by the way, I can't believe you didn't know, like I was walking in with Slurpees, like what normal person drinks Slurpees? Well, you're <laughs> you're <laughs> like, from Detroit. <laughs> That's true. I used to drink Slurpees like every to, day in high school. Too. I'm from Detroit too, people. <laughs> okay. And it was like, well, so she's true. a Slurpee girl, 7-Eleven. That's true. I mean, I've made my, oh, you know the guy at 7-Eleven now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, 
<laughs> Literally, I walk in. I know it's like a buck eighty-five for the Slurpee that she wants, right? So I get two dollars in cash. So I walk in, I grab her Slurpee. There's the other day. There's literally a line of like eight people for whatever reason. Everyone wanted to go to Seven Eleven at that time. <laughs> he just kind of waved me forward in front of them, grabbed my two dollars, and I always just leave the change with them. And I walked out the door. I was That's like, amazing. Now I'm a regular at Seven Eleven. Okay, yeah. Great. For some reason, the Coke, like, because I can't drink water. For some reason, water makes me puke. So like, I've started drinking like Perrier, which I found out because that was that was why I was getting sick was because I couldn't drink water. So I'd get super dehydrated. Oh yeah. So I would have this amazing lady come over, and she, um, they would give me an IV, which would hydrate me, but um. The only thing I could keep down was a freaking Coke Slurpee. For some reason, the Coke, like, settled my stomach. Hmm. But, yeah, everyone's like, I mean, a Slurpee to me was like a dead giveaway. And then people on my Instagram were like, you're not posting about wine. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> That's the dead giveaway. <laughs> I know. I was like, I know because it makes me sick to my stomach. But I tell you what, December 1, I'm having a big old glass. I'm bringing it over. <laughs> yeah. Bring it over to my hospital bed. I'm bringing over the sugar-free, low-carb. Yeah. And this is, we're done after this, honey. You're going to go snip, snap, snip, snap. Are you? I'm making him snip, snap, yeah. yeah. Two and done. <laughs> We haven't really officially talked about we have. this, so I, oh, guess, now. Right now. so I yeah. guess now, now. what it's better just... place than on her podcast to talk about our intimate <laughs> life behind the scenes? You're so snipped. I guess I'm getting snipped. There Is that go. okay? I mean, unless you were like planning on having kids with somebody else. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, I just you know we haven't really really talked about it. Yeah. Oh, it's reversible. That's exactly what I say. Like I'm like that's he's like, well, why don't you get your tubes tied? I'm like because that's like that's done. That's that's like done, done, done. So, just, do you want to have kids with somebody else? Maybe. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah. <laughs> Double edged sword there, sweetheart. No, I'm kidding. I'm just, I, it's just so final for the girl. Like, I just, knowing that it's like reversible for you, I personally, you know, I'm going to be 35 this year and I, I would like to be done with kids. Um, you know, we've always talked about adopting. That's something that Mike and mm-hmm. I have always, and especially That's when we first met, I was trying to adopt a girl and then it ended up not working. But, I mean, you know, we've always talked about that in the future. I did bring it up the other day, though. I said, should we just adopt a baby since we're having a baby? And She's like, like, should we just put in the paperwork now? I'm like, <laughs> wait, 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 what? Well, because I figured just like get, you know what I mean? Like just like two, like two babies are, you know, well, you're already whatever. taking care of one. Right. So like, if two. <laughs> Julie, you're really on your own. <laughs> yeah. I know. But then and I changed my mind. But maybe like down the road we'll adopt. So That's sweet. Yeah. What are you nervous about? Are you nervous about anything, Mike? Um, I'm nervous about no. I mean, you know, if it's if it's a girl, then we kind of got that down packed. Mm-hmm. I'm more nervous if it's a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, just with kids, you know, talking about raising them with the, the correct morals and beliefs and values right. and stuff like that, especially with the way society is now and like in this big whole, city, yeah everybody gets a trophy and oh yeah he like, was mad because at our daughter's <laughs> dance recital she's two and a half she got a trophy and he goes <laughs> and he was even making fun of like the thing it's that you are awesome and he's yeah like, that's true so i but like come on no he, i'm on mike's side why i do she's not two and a half she loved that thing you know did you see her face light up when she got that trophy she was so excited she would have been just as excited if she didn't have one right Really? I do not let Rocco win at everything. Oh, well, no. She's, I mean, I'm I, super he, competitive, but like. Yeah. Because he, they have to learn that they have to work for it. Mm-hmm. 
They have to. But like even just like a little teeny trophy? Gives them an edge. (laughs) We did not get trophies. No, we didn't. Unless we won. Yeah. But I feel like in this day and age, a lot of people don't think they're good enough. So that would maybe help with the good enough thing. No? Then you're just enabling. (laughs) Yes, you're enabling an entire generation. I'm feeling very teamed up here. (laughs) Yeah, Jen and I got you. No, I mean, I get what you guys are saying, but at the same time, like, she's two and a half. Like, maybe it can stop at, like, six? But How about a star? You know what, you know Gold thing, star. The, well, like we, we used to get a sticker. Not even. You know what should be good enough is our appreciation and our reaction to it and our love and, like, excitement about what she just did. Like, that should be enough as opposed to, like, giving them something to validate it. Right. Did you try your hardest? Did you work your hardest? She's two and a half. She has no idea. I mean, she ran around in circles on stage. I know, but our But she did. Yeah. And the way you react, like what Mike's saying is, you did such a good job. Mm -hmm. We're so proud of you. And that should validate her enough. Right. I mean, yeah, I get that. But I just, I've always been the person that I, I want everybody to win. <laughs> I, I challenge that though. When you, when you oh, play yeah, like cards and stuff with her, you don't know. No, no, you no. Watch that the world is true. Burn and I'm sorry. I'll, <laughs> all of my friends in Nashville just called a major BS to that because yeah. when it comes to me playing games, I want to win and I want right. to like I, especially like if you're on my euchre team. Like I'm a big like I grew up playing cards. Card? Did you play euchre? Because you're from yes. Michigan. Yes. Like euchre is is my game, and I've At taught all of my girlfriends. Yeah, pine up. DTE. DTE. I know, I hate it. I still call uh-huh. it pine up. Um, but, like, I've, I taught every single one of my girlfriends in Nashville how to play, and, I mean, and they're still scared of me because I'm – but it's just I'm very competitive. So when it comes to me, yes, I like to win, but at the same time, like, I still want to, like, be encouraging to my child because I don't want her to feel disappointed. Well, I agree with that. You have to encourage her mm-hmm. to be good and better – and do her best. Yeah. But it doesn't always have to include a trophy. No. No. I refuse. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> if they handed out trophies to every football player? No. We, it, and that's the, no, no. If she, if she starts playing like <laughs> soccer and she's like five, she gets a trophy, I'm going to take it and throw it in the garbage. Michael. I'm serious. Hudson. I'm going to be like, hey, you guys didn't win. You're going to throw it in the trash. I'll do something with it. That's so mean. Come on. That's mean. Like, you guys, you guys, then she's going to be like, oh, because, so dad's not happy with me because I no, didn't win. No, my reaction won't be disappointment. Well, the way that you I'll just said it, it. Like, I'm going to throw in the trash and say, you didn't win. <laughs> Go sit in the corner. You didn't win. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm exaggerating a little bit to the extent, I don't know what I'll do, but I know I'll try to articulate and explain that to them mm-hmm. that like, hey, we won't, like, this isn't something that we're going to do in this household. Because that's not how our generation was raised. And I think there's certain things that why these generations from now on are going to be soft in that aspect. Because everyone has these expectations that they deserve something that they didn't earn. And so that's where the whole, that's what I'm nervous about is raising kids now, whether boy, girl, whatever, to have those same values, but also be more mindful and caring about feelings. Because I don't think, you know, our parents and parents before them, you know, every set of parents does the best that they can. Mm-hmm. We're doing the best that we can. So our parents did the best that they can, but times change. So how can we take the positive values that we learned from our parents and parents before them, but also kind of work it in a way where it's still, you know, understanding of what kids need now to grow, you know, mentally and emotionally and stuff. So yeah. it's, it's going to be tough. Yes. But I think what's going to be tougher is that we're going to be like man on man coverage now. <laughs> and 
I have a feeling that one of us might get at each t- both both people will get frustrated because it's like, what if it's like two on or three on one? You know, it's gonna happen. Oh. Like you, know you and the two kids getting up against Mike or, or vice it's versa. just like where I feel like I'm like getting no help or right. or him. Like if, you know, if I'm gone on a movie set or whatever and he's like taking care of both kids, it's just like, or if the baby's screaming, like you get so frustrated when Jolie is screaming in the backseat of the car. It's like just le- the more he talks to her when she's, she screams louder. <laughs> it's like, uh, let uh, her be. You do that too. But we both have our days. But majority more though. It just some everyone has their days. Yeah, and but some it's days like, I just can't now, take what, it. What happens when both kids are screaming? It's gonna happen. Oh, that just gave me anxiety. I know. Well, it gives me anxiety too because I feel like it's. I feel like you're gonna you're gonna be you you need to like because I'm finding my like with her scream because Jolie's scream is getting real like intense now. Mm-hmm. And the more we say Jolie stop screaming, she pitches it higher. So my fear is that we're gonna have both kids screaming. Mike's gonna be like. Everybody shut up. <laughs> like, like getting so upset. Then uh, my fuse is going to go. And then it's just going to be like, I just, I, see, I foresee that happening. This is a very unfair picture that's being painted. The right visual now. I just had was. <laughs> <laughs> because I've also had moments where you're frustrated. You can't handle it. And I go to Jolie when she's crying, screaming. I talk to her softly and say, hey, honey, come here. Give daddy a hug. And she's done that. <laughs> I think we all don't, have. Don't you laugh at that. <laughs> Don't you laugh at that? I'm sorry. That was when you're in, you know, in bed for six to eight weeks, bedridden. Okay. And- <laughs> okay. Give me a Slurpee. Um, yeah. We have a psychic here today and I'm pumped, but I'm also scared because the last time I talked to a psychic, I was actually pregnant and she said the pregnancy was going to be fine. Well, that was a bad psychic. Yeah. And now we have a really, really good psychic. Have um, you seen his stuff before? Yeah, I have. And I'm super excited. I have all kinds of questions. And I want to know what's going on in your life, in my life. Is Mike staying for the psychic? Mm-hmm. Does Mike have questions? Your life? Are you going to be golfing Last time every I day? talked to a psychic too, my psychic told me that I should leave my husband. Well, <laughs> let's hope that's clearly wrong. Yeah, let's, ho- <laughs> let's hope that isn't on the docket today for your This is <laughs> interesting because I'm actually very skeptical He's when the it comes biggest to skeptic. this kind of stuff. I'm and not. I always come home and I'm like, babe, I got a reading today. And this guy, he knew all this stuff. And I even told him like my fake name. And he's just like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, how would he know that? Right. Like, you know? I just, yeah, I don't, I don't bite hard on the, this kind of stuff. So I'll be interested to see it live and see what he has to say. I, I feel I like Mike BS needs to get the first reading them because I feel like because <laughs> you are the biggest skeptic. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You get the first question. Yeah. I have to tell you, I went to see a psychic about 17 or 18 years ago in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And she told me I had just gotten engaged. And so, no, it was about 18 years ago. And she said, you are going to have two rings. And I was like, absolutely not. I don't know what you're talking about. You are the worst psychic on the planet. <laughs> and then she said, you're going to move west. And then you're going to move west again. Oh, are you going to Hawaii? That's what I thought. Take me with you. I moved. I ended up moving to Phoenix. Oh. And then I moved here. Interesting. And I'm not wearing my first ring. Not that I'm planning on getting married again. But I'm just saying. You never know. Okay, so these days you can get practically everything on demand, like our podcast. You can listen whenever you want when it's convenient for you. And did you know you can also get postage on demand? 
All you need is stamps.com. With stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office right from your desk. And it's really great for me because I'm starting up a new business and I'm going to need stamps.com. So it's so convenient. I'm really, really happy about it because it's going to cut down so much of my time. And again, it's convenient. So for any mom or anybody out there that needs a little bit more time in your day, then you definitely need stamps.com. So right now, use Jana for this special offer. Four-week trial includes postage and a digital scale. So do not wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Jana. That's stamps.com and enter Jana for a four-week trial. So I cannot wait to watch this. Psychic is here, Thomas John. Michael is already <laughs> has the look of just like skepticism across his face. <laughs> he came in and he had to go to the bathroom. So he's doing his process. And now he's going to come back in and we're going to give Mike the first question since Thomas, he's like the biggest. There's a new TV series, Seatbelt Psychic, with Seatbelt. Psychic Thomas John. And it's going to be on Lifetime. I love Lifetime. I do too. I love Lifetime. Uh, Can half they hour. hire me again? <laughs> please, please. Please hire my wife. <laughs> please. <laughs> it premieres on Wednesday, July 11th at ten nine Central. Um I am so excited. I'm obsessed with psychics. You know, I have all kinds of tarot cards and guide cards and weirdo <laughs> crystals and candles <laughs> and everything at my house. I love you. So I just use my intuition that I have no idea how to really read tarot cards, but I just use my intuition. And you have a Ouija board also? Yeah. Julie tried to read my tarot cards the other day and she was like, <laughs> Julie has tarot cards? She has tarot cards. I'll bring my cards like, over. Julie. This is just, you, you, what if you shuffled them differently? <laughs> like, who would have read something different? That was the way it was meant to be shuffled. Oh my God. I couldn't. And then she brought our crystal and I was like, I'm going home. <gasps> I put crystals all over people's homes. Hey, did you ever put it in your hoo-hoo? Hoo-ha? Yeah. No. no. I got it. I got it on no. Amazon and I was going to order one. And yeah. then I was like. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Abort mission. I was like, mm. I think I'll keep the crystals Lola. out of the body. I'll keep Lola up there. Yeah. Lola only. I love Lola. I just got my just got my package. We're not doing the ad this time, but oh, that's great. shoot. Yeah. Oh, I just felt a wave come on in the studio. <laughs> Psychic wave. So hi Thomas. Hello. I'm Jana. This is producer Jen. This is my husband Michael. Hello. Um hi. So I don't know how, how, how you work. Like if you just like kind of feel, what do you like, what do you do? Just like feel the room. Do you feel intuition? What is like, what's your first? Well, I'm a psychic your, and I'm, method? I'm a psychic and a medium. So okay. I communicate with people that have passed away. And then, you know, I also get feelings about things, senses about things, um, just around people, you know, I might just get like a message for someone and somebody will say, yeah, I'm going through that or yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with that. And sometimes I don't even know necessarily who, like who's telling me it, but mm -hmm. it's something that I'll hear really strongly. So wow. is there any way that you could start with my husband? Cause he's, <laughs> he's never had a, a reading before and he's like the biggest skeptic ever. Cause mm. I've had a couple of readings and I'll come home and I'll tell him and he'll be like, that's such BS and right. blah, blah, blah. So oh. yes, yes. Don't try. Uh, no, to no, no, no. I'll just, I'll just kind of roll my eyes a little bit. Cause I, yeah, I am a skeptic and I've 
own that and you know people can believe and believe what they want that's fine i'm not going to discriminate but he's about to lay that mic down yeah. drop the mic. <laughs> i might be walking out of here in tears or something like <laughs> yeah i mean we can start with what comes through it, it depends who what will come through mm-hmm. for each person but if you you know if you if you're open to that that's fine um i um so i mean i just want to say first off that um <clears throat> I, I i'm I'm hearing the name Sylvia, so I don't know who that connects with. Um, Are you serious? But I you? feel like it's a, a relative that's passed that would be coming through. I don't know if it's really somebody. I can't tell if it's somebody that you were really close to or not, but it does feel recent. So recent to me, like is in the last few years. So does that connect with somebody? My grandma. Okay. Her name is Sylvia. Sure, her name is Sylvia. And so you and you, 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 she passed in the last five years. Yes. Okay. Um, and she's talking about, um, <clears throat> she's definitely talking about also a new, um, there's a baby that she's talking about that she, it's, I felt like, I don't know if this is connected to you or somebody else, but I, I like, it would be somebody that she would be bringing up. So, um, I keep hearing this. So I feel, um, she raised my sisters. Okay. And who's the letter? Who's the letter H? Is there somebody that she's referencing with the letter H? I have a cousin, Heather. Okay. Was she close to her at all? Yes. Okay. But she's also talking about that she missed a baby. So I don't know if there's a baby that came like after she passed, um, but I feel like she keeps talking about this. So I feel, and she's also talking about um, all the boys. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if she had like a group of boys at one point is this on your dad's side five sons yeah is this on your dad's side yes okay so um you know the other thing i just will tell you too is when i connected with you i felt like you have a very open energy you know i feel like your energy is um i just can feel that you're a very energetically open um and i feel like you have um abilities yourself so i don't know if you if you've ever tapped into that i mean i think that we're all intuitive but i just was getting the message that you you do have abilities yourself um and you could probably tune into them more if you wanted to like i feel you could you could connect more with them if you did if you wanted to if you were open to it you could connect more to them um and i mean have you ever felt that that you are really yeah because i just feel like you um now your grandmother that passed she's also having me reference december so this would be either a birthday connected to her when she passed um but she's having me reference december do you understand that connection it's definitely coming from her so it would be like somebody she would bring up that's a birthday or could be like when she died or i, I i'm seeing yeah. december though i don't know okay oh. well she's showing me december so there okay. must be a there's some significant date in that month okay. um that she would be bringing up that's connected to her it wouldn't be like the other side of your family okay um it'd be somebody that she and who's alan it's my uncle. Okay. Is that connected to her too? Yes. Okay. Um, for some reason, she's talking about like, again, sometimes they will give advice or things like that. So um, what I'm hearing about is, is, um, um, you know, what I'm hearing about is just that um, there is, uh, how do I want to say this to you? But I don't know if there's like a separation with this side of the family or you're, you're not as close to that side right now or something. Um, but I feel um, it's interesting because your, your grandmother keeps talking about two granddaughters 
that she was really close to. So I, I don't know, maybe you said, so you said there was a sister of yours that she was really close to? Two sisters. Oh, two sisters. Okay, so yeah, because it kind of feels like they feel separate from you guys. So that makes sense to me if you're telling me that she kind of helped, she helped with them a lot more than, yes. yeah. So that makes sense. And she kind of, she keeps watching over them, I feel. Um, who's the R that I'm seeing that's around you? Is that one of your kids? R? Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Um, and she's telling me that she she got to know that person mm-hmm. or she met that person? Yes. Okay. Um, the other thing I'm hearing about is, um, yeah, so we can, you know, we can see who, there's other people coming through. So um, if, if you're open to hearing from other people too. So I did want to start more. I was getting some more psychic stuff for, for um, I'm sorry, what's your first name again? Mike. Mike. Okay. I was getting more um, some more psychic stuff for Mike. Um, so let's just kind of connect there. But um, I did want to talk about, first off, well, there's two things coming through. <clears throat> first off, when I sat in the room, um, well, hold on one second. Okay, perfect. So... Um, so this is coming up for you. Um, a couple things. First off is, um, well, when when I came into the room and you know if I if I hug people or shake their hands or or if I'm in their proximity, I'll start to hear things about them. So uh, one of the things I was hearing is. Um, I feel like there's a lot of new beginnings around you this year. So I, I, I don't know if there's like new projects you're starting or it feels like new things with your career. But I, I do feel like there's like new, I feel a lot of new energy around you. Um, spirit showing me my sign for, I actually see, um, I actually see um, the, the image that I'm being shown is like an anchor um, that's kind of holding you back and now it feels like kind of break. So I don't know if you're, you know, if there is like new things you're trying to work on or new beginnings for you, but I felt like this was a lot with like maybe with your, with business stuff or professional stuff, but they're even telling me that it, it might be more holistically. So it could carry over into relationships, friendships, other things. Like it kind of feels like when you look back on your life, they're saying that this year is going to be a really, um, a really important year for you. It's going to, you know, when you look back on your life, this is a year that's going to be a big, there's a big shift for you. Um, and I do feel like you're going to become more open and more aware in your life. So I just, I just feel that, that there's a lot of shifts for you that are really positive. And, um, you know, they're just telling me they're, they're kind of like they're celebrating this. So they're, they're telling me that, um, you know, this is something that is going to be a real positive for you. Um, and I'm getting like entrepreneurial stuff too. So I don't know if you've thought about going more in that direction. Um, but they, they kind of keep bringing that, that, that up. It's interesting because I, now I'm hearing your name again. So, um, usually when I hear that, um, um, usually when I hear that, it means that there would be, so are you named after somebody? Um, no. Okay. I don't know why it's weird because I'm hearing your name again. And so, so you already said your name's Mike. So it's weird because I'm hearing Mike Michael again. So it's like, it's like, it has nothing to do with that. It's like, and I have to reference that name again. Um, so you're not named after somebody. No. Huh? Um, okay. Well, I'm just going to keep that here because maybe that's something that will connect with somebody else, but I keep hearing your name again. Um, which makes me feel like, I don't know, it's, I'm hearing that name again. So there must, there's another Michael that I'm supposed to reference or I don't know how it connects. Um, it, I will tell you, it's kind of distracting. So if, if, is it a Michael to him or a Mike to maybe, is it a deceased Mike? 
Well, since you're all sitting together, it, it's kind of hard, you know what I'm saying? So I will tell you, like, it, it, it's a little hard to, it, you know, because it could be for you because you're right in the proximity of that person. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'll see if I get more information because that's obviously like it's a common name, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but I, I am, I feel like there's a distinct other reference that I have to make to Michael or Mike could be Michael, Michael, uh, Mike, it's the same thing, but I just feel like there's another, there's another name that I have to connect with that. Um, I'm also hearing, um, that, and I just want to say this too, when I, when I felt, when I came in here too, I was also feeling, um, there is a, I feel a grandfather that's coming through too. Now this person was kind of, um, it's interesting because I kind of felt like this person was more connected to you, mm-hmm. but um, it's interesting because I do feel like they they have a connection to Mike here too. So it's almost like, even though I feel like they're more connected to you, um, they are more, I, I feel like they kind of guide both of you, but there, there is this grandfather. So sometimes if people are married or things like that, you know, there, there can be connections and stuff. Um, I'm also getting a male energy that's coming through that pass very suddenly. So I'm getting somebody that passed really suddenly feels very abrupt. Um, it's like, an, it feels like an abrupt thing. Um, and um, does anybody connect also to this name, James, or it could be Jim or Jimmy, um, but some, there's a version of that name. Does that make sense? Jim, James. I have a grandpa Jim, but he's alive. Uh, okay. Um, and so is, is that on your, is that on your mom's side? Yeah. Okay. Um, I did want to tell you also that I'm feeling, um, however this is connected, but there's, there's somebody on your paternal side that I'm feeling. Um, that watches over you a lot. So I, did you know your dad's dad? Yes, very well. Uh, okay. Because they're, they're, I definitely feeling that there's somebody on your dad's side because um, it's on the left of you when I'm looking at you. You're right, my left. So when I see, so it feels like very much like a grandfather, father figure, but there's a really strong soul energy with you and this person, I feel. Um, and and I'll also, um, do you understand the name Barbara? Me, yeah. Okay. Um, so he's talking about being with Barbara. So I don't know if that's somebody that you would know um, that he would connect with. Does that make sense to you at all? Yeah, Barbara? It's my great-grandma. Your great-grandmother. Yeah. Okay. So how is that connected to him? That's, um, that was, uh, so my grandpa Martin was married to is married well was married to my grandma Denise and that was her mom and she was uh, abused as a kid and they had a really close relationship okay so, so it could be somebody that would come through too yeah um the other thing I'm feeling about by the way are you guys collectively like as a couple are you guys moving like are you are you looking <laughs> wow. at houses or something yeah, we okay. are actually. Um, because they're just telling me this. You may want to. I'm just hearing this. You may want to wait or something. Um, I'm just feeling like um, it's not like I, I definitely do see you moving, but I'm feeling like maybe wait a little bit or there's there's something where you need to kind of hold off a little bit. Um, but I'm feeling that you you are going to move. They're definitely they're showing me that you you definitely will move. Um, the other thing I want to say to you too is. Um, and I am feeling this, um, that your grandfather, um, you know, just the, the one that was coming through on your dad's side, um, 
So that is your grant. Okay. And and also I want to, where is there like a junior senior? There's like two people with the same name. That's on my, that's Michael's side. Okay. That's Michael's dad and grandpa, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. See, I think also it was weird because I was getting something about you being named after somebody, but maybe I'm sort of confusing it a little bit. Maybe so you're not named after somebody, <laughs> but your, your dad and your grandfather have the same name. Yeah. Okay. Um, and were you, were you close to your grandfather? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's, a, I just want to ask the, but I feel like I have two people coming through with the same name. So I don't know. Is so your da- your grandfather's passed and, and you're my saying, grandfather's, oh, grandfather's my grandfather's alive. Hers is passed. My grandfather and my father have the same name. So my dad's a junior. Okay. And then we are considering a name for our soon to be next child. Okay. That has the same initials as both my grandfather and my father. Oh, okay. So you're naming somebody here. Okay. Um, I'm feeling that, um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you are having another child. Yeah. My husband uh, okay. Yeah. Something. And then you're going to have another child, they said. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, I feel <laughs> With like, my husband mm-hmm, or? um, I'm feeling like there's, yeah, there's another child after that. Um, it's not twins, right? No. Okay. Yeah. No. Cause they're saying there's another child that I see that's like one more and then there's going to be another more. Um, I, I, I do feel also, though, that, uh, wait one second, hold on. Um, okay, I understand. So. Give us the bad news. Um, I'm just feeling also that, um, hold on. With, with your grandfather that passed, I don't feel like he passed recently, right? It's, 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 it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. And do you ever have dreams with him? All the time. Okay. Yeah, because he's making me feel like he he actually does come in your dreams, mm-hmm. or he he he's done that before. He pops in your dreams or something. Yeah. Um, and I feel like when I'm connecting with him, that you know that's that's just one of the things that he's telling me that he, you know, he likes to do. Um, and it's just a way for him to stay, you know, connected to you. He's able to stay connected to you and, um, you know, watch over you that way. Um. We have, you know, people will have dreams or visitations or things like that. Um, And a lot of times that is just a way for loved ones to let us know, hey, I'm with you. I see you. I'm I'm visiting you and stuff like that. Um, I'm also, yeah. Um, Now, I'm also getting a message about, um, interesting. Also, somebody keeps showing me more of the South. I don't know. Is there are there people from the South or people that live more in the South? We were wanting to move back to the South. Okay. Um, and another thing I'm hearing about. Hold on one second. Okay. Um. They yeah. Your grandfather that I was connecting with on your dad's side, the one in the Barbara and all, but I'm getting this from your grandfather. Um, he's, they keep telling me it's time you, for you to write your book. Hmm. Um, so I don't know if you have a book idea and you just keep putting it off or something. Um, it feels, I'm seeing like, I, I see things that are already written. So maybe it's stuff that you just have to kind of put together, but I keep getting that, that you're supposed, there's a book that you're supposed to work on and it's like, you're supposed to complete it. I feel mm-hmm. so it feels to me like if you're, if you're open to that and if that's something that you'd like to do, 
um, I feel like there's going to be a big opportunity with that or it, it just it feels more like they're you know they're encouraging you with that and stuff mm-hmm. so um, I feel like if you're you know you're if you have thought about doing that then it's something that I feel I just feel there's a lot of momentum around it so okay thank you awesome. psychic you are the Thomas best. thank John. you so much really appreciate it oh, you're Seat welcome. Belt psychic Wednesdays July 11th at 10 9 central on lifetime oh my god okay so by the way mike just left by the way but i think he like he definitely got some stuff out of it i think he kind of he, so. he looked at me a couple of times and was like whoa whoa, whoa. i do you see me crying i did i saw you crying <laughs> i i just have a i have i had the best relationship with my um with my dad's dad uh, mm. my grandpa martin and so the very first time i ever had a psychic reading um, the, the psychic had told me that my grandpa was basically my angel and he, I mean, m- my grandpa Martin was, I I've always said as my angel, like when I was sick, basically dying in Romania, um, it's a long story, but you know, I kind of like what he was saying, like the dreams, my mom was sitting in the hospital room with me in Bucharest, Romania. And when I woke up, she's like, do you remember your conversation? And I was like, what conversation? She's like, you were talking to grandpa Martin and it's like I, I have like those things where like I just he appears and I talk to him but I don't remember it like I just wow. know that like he was there um and sometimes I like vividly remember like having him in my dreams but so I've always just like and ever since that psychic my first psychic reading when they said that you know my dad's dad was my angel I just have always felt it so that's why I like and I know that too because when I prayed to my grandpa to to basically take me away because that was when I was in the abusive relationship with Mike. And so when he kept saying Mike, I was just like, and basically <gasps> m- remember he kept oh, saying Mike. Right. And I said, cause it was like, he was like, it was a bad situation. Yes. And, and he, he said that your grandpa kept trying to like shoo him away because my grandpa was basically who, in my opinion and in what I've always believed is that, you know, the night before my uh, ex tried to, kill me he I prayed to my grandpa and I said grandpa please just take me away I don't want to be here anymore Mm -hmm. and I'll never forget like when Mike was trying to kill me like I saw my grandpa and I basically saw him like watching over me and then you know I obviously lived but like he's always been my angel and so every time like someone brings up my grandpa Martin I get so like bless you I get so (laughs) emotional and um I had a reading from another psychic like a while ago and my grandpa didn't come in and I was really sad. I was like, all right, well, I guess like he just knows that like he's here and I don't like right. need to like, you don't ca- need the I validation. Yeah. I don't yeah. need the validation anymore. But then when that came up, I mean, Mike immediately looked at me and I was just like flooded with tears. Cause I just like, oh. we just had such an incredible connection. So, and then he had passed the same year. My parents got divorced. So it was just like, it was a tough year. It was ninth grade. Wow. Good times. But yeah, so that was that. And then the whole Mike thing, I was like, man, Mike was trying to come in. Ooh. I know, yeah, it's dark that, energy, but that's never happened. Dark. So, but I mean, he he got a lot of stuff out of you too. Yeah. Which is like was, such a random name too. I was just I like, was going you to, can't make that up. You can't, you can't make that up. Yeah, like, and it was actually her birthday, uh, June 18th. Oh, that's So crazy. it was just recent. Yeah. But it was just fascinating that she was the first person to come through. Yeah, it's like you just can't make that kind of stuff up. I was like blown away. Yeah, I mean, it's like how how can someone, again, I understand people that have skepticisms. Sometimes I do too, but how do you just randomly come up with that name? You don't. 
It's exactly Sylvia. Oh, Sylvia. Sylvia. Like, it's not like Jennifer. Is her Jennifer? Right. Like, yeah. It's like Jennifer in yeah, your life. Yeah, no, it's Sylvia. Sylvia. Um, and then the boys. and the, Yeah, the, oh my God, the R. I was like, <gasps> Bronco! I know. Bronco! Um, I know. But I, I do want to say, though, um, now that he told you that you have your psychic abilities, too, <gasps> maybe you should read my cards. <laughs> maybe psychic you are a little Jen. bit more. I know. Psychic Jen in the house. Yeah. I know, but that was um. pretty cool. I think he was legit. I he's totally legit, and I kind of can't. I can't wait. Seatbelt psychic. I mean, it's gonna be fun. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. So my kind of show. Same. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk to you guys about Brooklinen. So I love, 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 love sheets. I always say you spend half your life in bed, so you got to be comfortable when you sleep. And I'm so happy that I found Brooklinen. So it was founded in 2014 by husband and wife team Vicky and Rich Fullup, which I think is so sweet. Their philosophy, the most beautiful, comfortable home essentials, no crazy prices. So there's no markups and fees. And most bedding is marked up as much as 300%. Brooklinen is the fastest growing bedding brand in the world, over 20,000 five-star reviews, which is crazy. It was named the winner of the best of online bedding category by Good Housekeeping. Love the colors, love the patterns. You can mix and match and complement any decor. This is luxury bedding underpriced and so I'm a fan of that. You have to try these sheets today and I promise you I am like obsessed with them. It's so comfy I don't even want to get out of bed. I um, have an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code Jana at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code Jana at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code Jana. Brooklinen, these are the best sheets ever. Um, and I'm really super excited because, and I'm actually kind of glad Mike Stubbs out of the room for this because um, I've got a huge crush on Omar Epps. He was in one of my favorite movies. Which movie? Love and Basketball. Oh, Love yeah. and Basketball. He is so handsome. He's so cute. And he's got an amazing new book out called Fatherless to Fatherhood. Um, so I'm really excited to talk to him because I feel like, you know, especially since we just announced our pregnancy, you know, it'll be good for two fathers to chat, you know, to and ch- then chat can, it out. Yeah. And then it's like, you have a boy. And so, um, I don't know. I just feel like he's, he just seems like he's got his stuff together. And the fact that, you know, he wrote this incredible book. I mean, he didn't, he didn't have a father growing up. So now, and, you know, now he has to set a great example for his son. So I'm curious. And he had to build his own toolkit. Yeah. His fatherhood toolkit. And I give him a ton of credit for being aware and present and Mm -hmm. then sharing what he's learned. Yeah. I think that's, you know, it's great because so many people can just be like, oh, I didn't grow up with, you know, and just kind of play the victim. Exactly. But now he's, he's making a change and he's, I think that's great. He's, he's fantastic. Oh, and here he is. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, I'm like super, super, super stoked right now because we have the incredible Omar Epps in the studio with us today. You guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I brought my uh, my husband in because I really wanted him to talk to you too because um, we have a daughter, but we have another one on the way, mm, and. Nice 
Thanks. But I, I'm really excited about your book because, and I, I literally left it on his, the side <laughs> table. He's like, honey, is this a hint? And I'm like, yes, you're going to read it <laughs> and you're going to ask your questions. And because it's like, I just, cause fatherhood, it, it, there's, I mean, it's for me, I don't know. It's like motherhood. It, I know it's different. Like he's got his own fears with, so I'm just like curious your journey with through everything that you've yeah. gone through. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a never ending journey, right? Yeah. Like kids get older and go through different phases. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just felt I had a moment with my son uh, a few years ago that caused me to reflect on my life, you know, having grown up without a father. And the, I questioned had growing up without a father, had that somehow crept into my fatherhood, you know, and, and just that thought just made me reflect and, you know, and then I ended up writing this stuff out because ultimately I want to use my story as a tool of inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's, it's time. It's a timely thing when we see how, you know, what's going on in society right now. Now in terms of, you know, in terms of uh, the black community, you know, yeah, we've, we've made a lot of strides, you know, but in terms of family and fatherhood, but you know, I'm out there in the streets and I'm with the eye test. This it's, we got a lot more work to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So how yeah. old is your son? My son is 10 now. He's 10 now. Okay. Yeah, what's the is, biggest thing that you've, like, What what's the biggest thing for you that you're teaching him right now, especially at 10, such an impressionable age? The biggest thing? Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I know. What, what, the what top day? five things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, mean, just get, well, I mean, you know, he's a he's a great kid. And, and just getting him to, um, you know, I want him to find his passion, mm -hmm. which he, I think he kind of knows what he, you know, saying what he wants to do with air quotes, but like, Find that thing that anchors him, you know, that 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 he truly feels connected to because you, you can start building out, you know, from there. And like for me, I've been dreaming about what I do since I was 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I sort of my life structured itself towards that. So that's I mean, that's one of the main things. Um, and just, you know, to be a good person. You know, clean up after yourself. You know, the, the right. normal stuff manners, the parents give. Yeah, what manners. did you realize that you were missing, though, from your childhood, from not having that father figure around that you thought you needed to really, like, make sure it was there for your son? I feel like um, I missed that sort of familial structure. You know what I mean? In terms of, and I'm, you can have holidays, Thanksgiving, and all that. But, right. like, you know, um, some people do movie nights, like, you know, Friday and stuff like that. Like, it's stuff that I I had to catch up to mm -hmm. <laughs> to realize it's long term worth. Because um, you know we, we work a lot of hours, we grinding. You know, you get home, you're just tired sometimes. You know what I mean? It's like nah, you gotta you gotta put it in with your kids as, as much as you can. Because I got a 19 year old, 14 year old, and a 10 year old. Mm -hmm. The years go by quickly. I know. It's like, God, don't blink. <laughs> you know? right? It's like whoa. I have a question. I like what you said about your like your ten year old like allowing him to find his passion. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something where, you know, obviously I feel like in the world that you're in, the entertainment world, it's kinda like that's your plan A through Z, right? You kinda gotta put all all in to get going to get successful. Yeah. Um, at least that was my mindset. I played in the NFL for, for a little while, so my mindset was like NFL or nothing. Right. So when you're, you know, raising your, your children and you want them to follow their dreams and their passion, but then that logic of just life in the back of your mind of, about going through experiences of being like well i still want you to get your degree or i still right. want that like how are you finding that with like follow your passion but also 
kind of be safe in that sense? Like, how how are you supporting? Yeah, because we disagree. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't go to college. I didn't want to fall back. I didn't want to plan B. And he's like, no, our children are going to college. I'm like, well, they're going to be like, well, mom didn't and she's successful. So it's like, but if you, <laughs> yeah, it's like, but ah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, for, I think, you know, they still have to build. Um, I, I mean, I'm really focused on education. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? With them. When it comes to that, mm-hmm. to me, that's sort of the, that balances it out. Yeah. So you got to get education, you know, mm-hmm. and don't just go to college. Like, what do you want to do? Right. You know, really getting them. And there, and there's so many things around that, right? Like, it's like for you, playing the NFL, you're one of how many people is going to get to play in the NFL compared mm-hmm. to how many kids play Pop Warner, play in high school, play in college. Like, so that's a chosen few. Mm-hmm. But even within that, there's so many other things you can do. So you know, if you don't make it as a player, maybe you could be a coach. Maybe you can be a trainer. Right. Make it, you can actually build a life around this thing that you love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, so it's it, whatever uh, genre that is or whatever, not genre, but sector my kids would want to go into. Like, you know, one of them, the oldest one, she wants to be an educator. The next youngest, she wants to be triple threat. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> you love know. that. Sure you know you what love I mean? that. <laughs> and then for now, at least, you know, my son, he wants to, I, I think he wants to be an engineer. Oh, like cool. he's, oh, you know, wow. wants to build roller coasters. But that's awesome. That's so cool. He's serious. And I'm like, you know, when he was younger, I'm like, yeah, okay, you can, you're going to be an engineer. And he's like, nah, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I was does, like, he right. like, does he like riding them? Loves riding them. We, we have a thing where we go on the front and back. <laughs> oh, God. Just awesome. to feel the difference. Okay. Oh. It, but he's really interested in, wow, why? How come it felt more like this at that turn, but when we're on the back, it, it feels like That's this. That's an engineer just, thought right yeah, process exactly. right there. Exactly. I think what I'm curious to know too is, um, you know, for Michael, like if we were to have a boy, um, you know, because he's got, got we got the girl thing down, like we have a two year old daughter, but for if if we do have a boy, it's like, where's the line bet- between being too hard and then also letting the boy show emotion too? Right. Because I sometimes fear question. that like he's going to be, you know, that real tough like you don't show emotion but it's like i want my child to be sensitive and to have so i would just love like your take on that i mean you can't stop a child from showing emotion Mm -mm. even if you try to they will and but guys usually say stop crying you're your boy like yeah but they need you know they kind of need that just want them to be you know a little tough because i think like right now and this is just my opinion like we live in a really overly sensitive society True. Yes, right? I agree with you. And I'm not saying we got to go back to like super old school, like when we, we didn't wear seatbelts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? like, Bring back the good old days. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, you're putting all the pads and the thing, and it's just, is that just to let the kid go outside? It's like, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we, we baby these kids too much because, and I tell my kids, I'm like, look, life is harsh. Mm-hmm. All my discipline is coming from love. You know what I mean? And you, you know, you might not like it in certain moments, but that's how you learn. I, I, will always have your best interests at heart. The world don't care about you. So yep. by the time you grow up and, you know, especially the young black kids, hey, you're getting pulled over by the cop, you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know, we see what's going on. So we have to teach the kids at home. It, it all starts at home so that they don't make mistakes they can't come back from once they're out in the world. You know what I mean? See, that's that's so tough. Like, I know I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm, mm-hmm. but you, you have kids that are of, of age that might that probably are dealing with this. The difference between political correctness but also expressing their their own point of view or their feelings around something right it's like knowing when to teach them like hey when to follow the rules right and just kind of like keep your mouth shut i know you might have feelings i know you might have an opinion about this 
But then also there's other times where it's like, no, speak your mind. Right. You know, tell right. them how you feel. Right. So I, I, have you had to deal with that, especially with your, like your 19 year old, maybe experiencing life a little bit more? Is there anything around that? I mean, it, that's, a, that's a great question, too. Um, I think it's it's knowing. It's knowing the playing field. I mean, with these kids now, there's when they're speaking out, you know, against social injustice or what have you, they're doing it from what I see mostly as a collective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So if they want to bring an issue to their school, they come together and sort of voice that point. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, if you're just in the supermarket, <laughs> you know, and some <laughs> random thing happened, that's probably not the place you should do that. Right. You know what I mean? Just keep it moving. Um, but we, I mean, it's a, it, it, it ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. It ebbs and flows. And I think it's at least what I'm discovering. It, it is it's like different phases. Like, cause the 14 year old is more in tune with certain things. The 19 year old was thinking like, you know, and then the 10 year old is thinking about what he's thinking about, you know? Yeah. How do you handle uh, technology and social media in your house? Man, whew, can you even handle it? Um, I can't handle it. And I'm 34 years old. I <laughs> well, I mean, we just try, you mm-hmm. know. That's definitely the first thing for punishment, and it really affects them. It's crazy. If you take it one works. of their phones, they, it's like withdrawal. Uh, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. It does suck. It affects them that much. It but does I mean, suck. we're all getting that hit from our phones yeah. every day. Yeah, I mean the so. the the nineteen year old is like whatever because she's a little older, so you know it's just mostly text right. and stuff. But the fourteen year old is like. Instagram, He's, Snapchat, yeah. yeah. It's like, yo, but don't text me when you're down the hallway. We're not doing that. Yeah, Come down the hallway mm-hmm. and talk to me. And then my son, <laughs> it's interesting, my son really, it's just YouTube. That's just oh, what right. he watches. In games? Does he play games? He's not. None of them are really into like video games, okay. which I'm like, all right, cool. Thank we, God, yeah. we got one that way. Because, yeah. you yes. know, I, I got friends and their kids literally are just stuck for like hours upon hours upon hours. So in that mm-hmm. way, we kind of... That's good because we we like to engage the kids. We do a lot of creative stuff with them, so they like to do things like physically. That's like, so how hey, do you handle lying? Handle lying? Yeah, mm-hmm. like if your kids lie to you, like do you are do you give them every opportunity to tell you the truth and maybe like a lesser punishment, or do you or like if you find out that you catch them in a lie, like is it? It kind of depends on it depends on the situation because mm-hmm. like like with my wife. She gonna let you play yourself. <laughs> she's gonna know what it is, and she's gonna keep stringing you along and along. And along. Oh, I love you know. it. And then, bam, you get you know. But really, I just talk to them. Like, yeah. why? Like, what was it? And it's crazy. We were all kids once. Like, most of the time, it's so stupid. So dumb. Right. It's like not some big conspiracy thing that they were doing. Some. Yeah. It's just like, why would you lie about that? Right. You know. And I'm kind of like the dad. Like, you need to save the good ones. When you really need it, right? (laughs) Keep those those in your back pocket. I think that's where I'm in a problem. The 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 line of walking between being friends and also being a parent, like, because you want to be their friend, you want them to come to you and say, like, I screwed up, you know. But then they're also scared. I don't know. So it's such a fine line to walk. But you know what? I'm I tell my kids all the time. I'm like, look, I'm figuring this thing out just like you are. Mm, You know, I I don't, I don't, I've never really had that. We're infallible because we're. I don't have all the answers. You know. And I tell them, I'm like, look, I ain't never been the father of a 19 year old, 14 year old. So I'm human like you. I'm, you know, right. I might make mistakes too, you know, but I know, I know I have the blueprint to certain things because I built it. Now, this might not work for you and you'll find your way, but I have 44 years of life to show you this works. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these, these, you know, these tools work. Mm-hmm. So at least take that and, 
take what you get from your mom and you figure out your own system. You right. know what I mean? But again, going back to my, you know, it's always coming from love. I'm like, no one's ever going to love you like I love you because I'm your father, you know? But at the same yes. token, no matter how much I love you, I can't walk in your shoes. Right. You know what I mean? So try to empower them that way. Like, lead yourself. I like the I like the transparency you're talking about, about, you know, admitting to your kids, like, hey, I don't have all the answers. And I think that goes farther than maybe it might sound because I feel like that creates safety, like, for them, right? Because I know, like, my biggest thing is like my parents always seemed like they had every all the answers and everything was right and so if I didn't do things the way they wanted maybe I would lie about it because I was in fear of the consequences or right. because it wasn't the way they did things but knowing that you're being like transparent and vulnerable with them I I make up that it has to show like you know that them that they can be okay with coming to you and talking about it and yeah. what what made you I mean obviously you have an incredible story but for your book what was that you just you just knew you had to write a book to to get your story out and to kind of inspire others and no i just i i came home and this is in the introduction of the book but i could just tell you here you know i came home one day at work for like 14 15 hours mm -hmm. i was so tired you're I on was, shooter yeah i'm on my, shooter now yeah. but this is my girlfriend like chantel's on the show too oh don't yeah, yeah love chantel um but this was when i was doing house and um you know it was just one of those nights where i'm just tired i just want to turn on the television veg out and go to sleep mm -hmm. and and my son was about two then. And so, you know, my wife was like, hey, you know, go play with him. He's still up. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, oh, like, I'm here. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah. literally, I thought, like, at least he has a, and I'm not saying this. I'm just saying this is real. Like, he, I'm here. Right. right. His right. father is here. Physically, you're present. Yeah. But you weren't completely present. present. And that that moment, I, you know, I, I, you know, I obviously went upstairs and played with him. But I started reflecting. I was just like, why did I? How did I have that thought? She's like, I love my son more than anything in this world. Right. And I just was like, what is that about? And that's so that's such a cool like it just spurred show. this whole, oh wow, maybe I'm missing certain things about right. fatherhood because I grew up without a father. Mm -hmm. You know, and, mm -hmm. and as I started to explore my own story, it just sort of came about into I'm writing a book now. Well, I that's amazing. That's, I thank you, Omar, so much for coming in and you know, sharing this with us. He's got his book out Thank from you. fatherless to fatherhood. And um, yeah, you can get a lot of good stuff out of it. So great read. It's yeah. inspirational for sure. Is, at least for me as a new father and stuff like that. So I appreciate you putting it out there, man. Thank you so much. Brother. And I appreciate it really you guys. You. makes you think about what you have in your toolbox yeah. yourself. Well, and it's a good thing and too. Sometimes to I come home yeah. and it's like, you know, we can, we get lost in our phone sometimes. And it's like our daughter's right there. It's like, right. be present, be, you know, yeah. be there. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank I you appreciate guys. it. Thank you appreciate so much. Thank you. All right. You guys want to know an easy way to save money? Lower the interest rate on your credit card debt with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream? Well, here you go. Lightstream rewards consumers who have good credit with a great interest rate and no fees. Get a credit card con Get a credit card consolidation loan from 5.89% APR with AutoPay. So loans from 5,000 to 100,000. Choose your funding date as soon as today. My listeners get an additional interest rate discount on top of the Lightstream's already low rates. And the only way to get that discount is to go to lightstream.com slash Jana, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash Jana. Subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com for more information.
So the we're, we're taking a we're taking a little break. I hope everyone has an amazing Fourth of July. I'm going to be up on the lake with uh, my family in Michigan. It's my favorite place in the whole entire oh, world to be. So I'm super excited. Yeah. So um, hope everyone has an amazing Fourth of July. But when we get back from the break, um, we are going to answer answer some more emails. Um, some of the ones we have from Sarah struggles with infertility, Emily battles of infertility, um, Savannah, my first husband is gay and my second is a cheater. Um, and then Jenny, three episodes of, yeah, lots of infidelity, which by the way, I'm going to be sharing that journey with you guys to let you guys know. I mean, there is, there is light at the end of the tunnel. I know it's tough and I know it's super hard to see. I've been there. So, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to having, an episode talking about that and especially answering some of those emails because it's really hard when you're in that position. But I, can, I, I just can't even imagine. It's tough. I, I, I know it's tough. It's and just, you, but you guys put in so much work and you're on the other side and you had this huge announcement I hope today. So. I know, I know. I'm, I need to just be, ex- I know, I need to just be like, yay. But yeah, it's still so much just happiness. Like it's a journey. It is. It's, it's a journey. And yeah. now you can help women who so. are experiencing yeah. it. And going through this and you are way further down the, you know, in your journey than they are. And it's just, it's, you know, it's so incredible to have somebody who understands. Thanks, girl. You're welcome. Well, I cannot wait to chat with you guys. Um, Thank you so much for wanting down with me. I love you guys so much and I'll see you July 9th. 